The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 160. I hope that you guys are doing very well today. If you do happen to be struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free session with me. To get that, all you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com, and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. In today's podcast, we're going to be uh, looking at the very sneaky nature of OCD. When we're struggling with it, it can feel like it's, you know, it's pulling out all of the moves and it just, it knows exactly how to kind of get us trapped. But uh, the good news is, as we'll be exploring today, is that, you know, we can actually be sneakier. There's always, there's always things that we can do to outmaneuver the OCD. So today we'll be uh, discussing that. It would be amazing if you could uh, like and follow on Instagram. It really does help to uh, to boost the podcast. And if you could also uh, subscribe on your uh, on your podcast app of choice. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. Always, uh, I'm always very happy to to answer your questions. So um, that's it, guys. I really hope you enjoy. Many thanks. I want to start by talking about resourcefulness because actually when I uh, when I talk about sneakiness what I'm really talking about is resourcefulness the way in which you're able to uh, address a situation and find ways to to solve problems so often with OCD you know we are that's exactly what we're doing but unfortunately the way in which we try to solve the problem is through analytical um, analytical thinking skills which as you probably know only serve to to get us more stuck and so if we want to be truly resourceful in this situation and really learn how to deal with OCD then we need to uh, we need to find some some new weapons that are going to help um, going to help us that are going to really allow us to sneakily outmaneuver the the OCD and i wanted to to start uh, with a a quote that i think is uh, is is really good to kind of explain what i'm talking about here and it's by uh, Anthony Robbins. Um, it's not the lack of resources that causes failure. It's the lack of resourcefulness that causes failure. So what is he actually talking about here? Well, basically, I think what he's saying is that we all actually already have all of the resources that we need in order to overcome the obstacles to our own success or happiness or you know, an anxiety-free uh, or reduced life. Um, however, we don't realize that we have those resources. And so often we don't take action. You know, we don't recognize the, the tools that we have 
and we're not using them in the best possible way to to overcome our problems and to really get our life moving in the desired direction and so you know Anthony Robbins being a you know a personal growth self-help master is really pointing out you know something that I think is so helpful when it comes to OCD that you do have all of the things that you need right now today in order to 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 start managing it much better Um, all you really need to do is to start taking action and finding new ways new approaches that are proven to really help with OCD so in today's podcast we'll be kind of looking a little bit about um, you know why it is that we get stuck in in action and you know what we can actually start doing to sneakily outmaneuver the OCD. So um, yeah, one of the the big issues is this kind of inertia that so many people with OCD get stuck in. We really think that um, at times there's nothing that we can do to to stop experiencing OCD. That we're literally in a trap, and it's a horrible kind of place to be because. If you feel like there's absolutely nothing to do, of course, a sense of helplessness seeps in and you lose hope. And, you know, that's a really negative and horrible place to be. Um, I've been there far too often myself, so I know exactly what it feels like. Um, OCD, it really tricks us and, and it kind of bends reality, you know, to the point where we're not able to see all of these alternative options that we that we have, all of these choices that are available to us, you know, all of this resourcefulness that is there, um, but we're just not kind of grabbing because, you know, OCD is twisted reality to the point where we just feel completely trapped. So what we have to do is to learn how to outmaneuver it. And luckily for us, we do have some very sneaky weapons Uh, in order to do this. Now remember, OCD itself is very sneaky. um, It camouflages itself. It's a shapeshifter. It's a trickster. So it's very sneaky and it's going to try to uh, catch you out. And in order for us to overcome it, we really have to take on, you know, the same skill set in a way. We need to be able to adopt the same approaches that, that OCD takes to help us to, to get out of the trap. So I'm going to lay out some, some simple things that you can, can work with and, and start to explore that you know, have really helped me with, with letting go of OCD. The first one is gratitude. Now, gratitude is, may not um, at first seem like something that is that important in getting over OCD, but it's incredibly important, one of the most important things of all. Um, because, you know, if you're able to develop a gratitude mindset, even in the face of OCD, even when you're really struggling, you can't see anything else other than the obsessions and the horrible compulsions that you're having to perform. If in that situation, you can still be grateful for the things that are going right and even be grateful for the fact that you're struggling, which sounds completely alien, but something that you can try, and I've mentioned this in a previous podcast episode, is to literally say thank you to the OCD and repeatedly say that to yourself. 
thank you, thank you. And what this does is obviously it's a completely different way to respond to the OCD. Normally, we're always getting annoyed and angry with it you know, very pessimistic about our abilities to be able to handle it and angry that it's always there. Whereas where, when you can actually be grateful uh, to it, even if it, if it feels kind of you're just putting it on for, for a show, it doesn't matter. The very act of just saying thank you is going to have a big impact on, on how you deal with your OCD. And so I really recommend trying that. The next one is ambiguity. OCD hates ambiguity what it really wants is certainty um, it wants to to prove to you without any doubt whatsoever that nothing bad is going to happen and when you're able to bring ambiguity to it when you say to it oh it's possible that that bad thing could happen it's possible that my hands are contaminated um, with something and maybe I'm going to pass that on to people when you're able to respond to OCD in this way, which is actually quite difficult at first, um, you know, but it does get easier in time, then you're able to, to have a lot more mental uh, flexibility because you're starting to confront the OCD. Rather than playing its game of avoidance of uncertainty, you're actually welcoming the uncertainty in. And you're saying to it, I want to feel this uncertainty. It's good to have uncertainty in life because I mean it is because it's completely unavoidable we don't really uh, in reality have any certainty at all and so the more that you're willing to face that and accept that head-on um, the, the easier it's going to be for you to manage your OCD. Um, the next one to mention then is moving towards discomfort and this is very much in the same vein as ambiguity you know um, if you are willing to tune into the uncomfortable feelings that the anxiety is providing for you. Uh, by providing for you, it sounds like it's a present. Here you go. Here's some lovely uh, anxiety for you to get used to. Um, again, if you can be grateful and actually you can kind of get into that mindset of viewing it as uh, an opportunity for you to, to get used to that discomfort, to to allow yourself to, to kind of become familiar with the, um, the feelings in the body of anxiety. When you're able to do that and practice that, you know, often I like to close my eyes when I'm feeling anxiety, if I'm somewhere safe, and I like to just try to feel it more, move towards that feeling. And I find that that is one of the most powerful things that, that you can do. Obviously, you don't have to have your eyes closed when you can do that. Um, you can have your eyes open and be in a meeting with somebody and if uh, an anxiety or a panic attack comes on, you can try to focus on the feeling, try to identify where it is in the body and move a little bit closer to it. The next one is uh, compassion. This is something that perhaps isn't talked about enough when it comes to OCD. Self-compassion is incredibly important because, you know, so often OCD comes from uh, perfectionism. We are, we have a, a very strong inner critic and are determined to not make mistakes. And this is completely unrealistic. Of course, we're going to make mistakes. Um, we have to make mistakes in order to learn. And so, learning how to to let go of that, um, to to kind of um, allow that inner critic to to do what it wants to do, but to remind it 
that it doesn't always need to be in charge. You know, perfectionism has its benefits, of course, but it also has its, its downsides as well. And we need to make sure that we're balancing it in the right kind of way. And then the final one is, is giving up on trying to find the right answers. So often with OCD, we're looking for the perfect solution to the problem. If you're ruminating about something, then you, uh, you, know, you probably know what I'm, what I'm talking about here if you ruminate a lot. We're, just, we're looking for the perfect solution to the obsession. We're sure if we just think about it for another two, three, four minutes, we're going to come to that kind of solution and then we're going to be able to enjoy the day. Then we're going to be able to be present with our friends. Then finally, we're going to be able to, you know, enjoy some some time with our kids, whatever it is um, that it might be for you. Um, The problem with that is obviously when you say just another two minutes, often it turns into another two hours. And this is no way to, to live your life. This is when OCD is ruling the roost and is, is really kind of um, telling you, you know, who's boss. And in order for us to kind of turn that uh, on its head, we just need to walk away from, you know, having to find the right answer. You don't need to come to a conclusion. And when you're, when you're able to do that, again, you get a big boost in, in confidence you know, you have this realization that, you know, you have more control over the situation than perhaps you, you previously realized. So there we go, guys. That is it for today. I really hope, as always, that you find that helpful um, or that you found that helpful. And if you have any questions, then uh, do please let me know. Many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to, on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.